0: Welcome to the Nourish Soul podcast, where we talk about all things body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Ritter. Michael Burke is a poet and a musician, and he is my next guest on the Nourish Soul podcast. We had a rough connection, but we've edited it to give you at least some of it. Um, because I really wanted you to hear Michael reading his poetry. It's one of my favorite things is to hear him um, reading his poetry, which you can do on his website for free. And he also played a little bit of music. So we've got some of that. And hopefully you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoy talking to Michael. Welcome to the show, Michael Burke. It's nice to see you.
1: Thank you,
2: Callie. I'm glad to be here.
0: Is it a beautiful day in Atlanta?
2: Oh, it's very hot. Here in Atlanta, but it's abuting us tonight. Strawberry Moon, very spiritual moon for good for assimilation. So uh honored to be playing for a wonderful private group tonight. And they're all in the
1: energy fields.
0: So yeah, the strawberry moon. I'm excited about the strawberry moon tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so did you I know you've always been into music, but have you always yes. been this such a spiritual person? Did you start out that way, or did it evolve for you?
1: I
2: think uh, uh, I think I always have been, but it's very different uh, spiritual life, more of a religious life. I was brought up in a very Catholic city, New Orleans, where I was born and raised, mm-hmm. and it's a very Roman Catholic kind of upbringing that I uh, was raised with. Catholic school, a boarding school with brothers, and uh, very religious types. So I I wrote a poem once called Soul Proprietorship because I had found the beauty in every other church I explored really started with my issues and problems in the Catholic church. They wouldn't let me uh, ask questions and go into the middle of Christianity, which my godmother had opened me to through take Dr. Chardin. Tagore and Rumi, these, these beautiful mystics that spoke of a divine presence with no particular connection to any religion. So uh, they, the, the, the religion I grew up with didn't like that that much, you know, they, you know, we're telling you the way to do it. So I had issues with that and kind of a troublemaker, but hey, it's, it's what taught me to uh, find my own way. And I uh, found Unity Church here in Atlanta and started rediscovering my faith uh, i found it i don't think i lost it i just put it aside i wasn't that concerned with uh virtual life uh, I, I work at recovery centers now and treatment centers i kind of got involved with a, a different drugs and was exploring that state of consciousness and i kind of lost touch with the the spirit inside of me but mm-hmm. carpentry brought that back to me um, mm-hmm. custom woodworking Really opened me to a divine presence that was guiding me when I created. So I thank carpentry for it. Getting into carpentry, I found a couple of places that I built. uh Dyer spoke there. Different energies of people I enjoyed. That's where they came when they come to Atlanta. I thought, like, well, why do they all go into this unity place? What's so special about them? Let me find out more now i run the ministry over there i'm highly involved and the minister is one of my best friends so what <laughs> an interesting life you know how it all guided me to where i'm at right now
0: yeah yeah but you've always been a poet right
2: oh god yeah
1: <laughs>
2: yeah I, I think the first poem i had published i was uh i think it was in south Horn in high school and the principal of the little school i was going to at the time i'd been through quite a few uh, i don't like to say i was expelled but a few asked me to leave <laughs>
1: right. and
2: uh, uh i did and i ended up at a little school back close to home uh where i lived in the, the principal was reading a paper i wrote and she goes you know could i publish that in the school newspaper for the, the students i i think they would stand where you're coming from and i realized the power of poetry 15 and really speak about or talk to others who far they thought i was on drugs <laughs> but i was i was just finding beauty, and uh i've been writing ever since it definitely is a most divine connection i have to spirit it just flows out of many times i'll wake up and write and and i'll read it the next day i'm not exactly sure how it happens but a beautiful poem is there in my notebook and i many times say well i wrote it down but i'm not so sure i wrote it (laughs) and spirit said, no you gotta claim it
0: it." i don't remember
2: writing some of the beautiful things i write
0: huh that's interesting
2: that's like, my deep connection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, I mean, I just love reading your poetry. I think it's great you. that you have, that it's just free to read on your website. That's really um, lovely that you share it that way.
2: Oh my gosh. There's just a lot of people that probably the last thing they're going to do in their life is go buy a poetry. <laughs> they're just probably not going to do that. To get out, give it away. It's just a magical thing. Because my publisher helped me a lot with that when she said a lot of the things you write are not meant for you. And that touched me deeply. I couldn't figure out what some of the stuff was. She goes, "Well, it's not meant for you, Michael. You're you're, you're a poet that's writing to a mass consciousness of of people. So if you don't put it out there, how are they going to get it?" And I just put out everything. I've got some other poets I work with for colleges and newspapers and journals, or like. You can't just give all your stuff out there for free. Nobody will buy your book. You can't, I'm fine with that. I want them to get the poem. Mm-hmm. I think they will go buy it when, when, when it comes time. Not my main concern. The poem touched them. How beautiful is that?
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So did you want to read any of your poetry? Would you like to? I would love them? to. Yeah. Is there one in particular that you want to, or do you, do you know them by heart? You just recite them.
2: i I have one by heart i'd like to read right now uh just recite okay Uh, this is just a piece that has resonated with me for years and the beautiful thing about mystical poetry is it it keeps changing over time the the more i open the more i grow the different groups i read to get completely different things out of the appointment it means something to everyone and anyone mm-hmm. one of the pieces i've done is called deep inside of you i will recite that now it lay inside in comfort waiting to be shared it wants to ride the forefront only pure when it is bare low inside the moon spill its grace on every beach making light the heavy phases that weigh the steps we take to reach the essence that lay buried in each and everything we do it sculpts the clay we call ourselves deep inside view burden that i speak of and in all it has to be for to live our lives without it is to never really the bristles of the brush that paint the sky before the dawn or the hand that weaves its wonder upon our soul when we are born we can work and play and drift away to corners far beyond our dreams we can fly so high with passion that oftentimes it seems it is this alone that matters but without it, what could be? It sculpts the clay we call ourselves and puts you deep inside of me. For it is passion that has made. So it is passion we shall give. We will find its strength together. And it will teach us how to live. Nice.
0: Thank you. Love that. Love it. Yeah, that
2: came through like that. it's one of the one of the most beautiful highs of my life is writing poetry. And I grew up in New Orleans a or Port City during the 70s. We experimented with a lot of different hives, right? <laughs> (laughs) A great poem is the most beautiful connection to the divine that I know of. Maybe besides laughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Laughter is probably the most divine connection. And just dancing around my living room and kind of giggling. And and I kept thinking, I know why everything vibrates because God's giggling. So everything's shaking. And and poem expressed it to me. I was deep inside of everything. Everyone and they were deep inside of me. There was only one of us here. Like when they asked right. Father, Mahansa Yogananda, know, I believe, like how should I treat others? And he answered, "There are no others." Right. What a great answer! There are no others. Right. See, everyone like there you, or divine yeah. I love what you're doing. There, Kelly,
0: thank you. Oh, thank you. I was just thinking, yeah, there's no, energetically, there's nowhere where I end and you begin, right? Nope. That's Right, so that's, yeah, interesting. And so has your view of what is the soul evolved as you as you go deeper into your own spiritual practice and the more you practice as a poet and a musician and the...
1: Oh, I would say it's not only evolved, it's evolved.
2: It's, <laughs> right. It's a constant thing with like a, uh, it's like breath work. It's like water. People think, you know, we know everything there is to know about water. We don't know shit about water. They right. <laughs> don't even know all the phases of water. They just discovered a fourth phase of water, right. somewhere between liquid and steam. That's how energy and, and communication happens now throughout the universe. Little specks of water are just transmitting everything to everyone. So we don't even know about that yet. Uh, the soul is. Uh, it seems so weak to me in the most divine ways. The quieter I get it, I just wrote a piece the other day called The Presence of Absence. Because when I'm playing sound, I'm really not there. I'm kind of in a trance. Some of the old temples they, they discovered they're all based on sound, almost all of them. So entrance, really in those days meant entrance. When you went into a temple, when you went into the entrance, you went into a trance. It was built that way. And when you got to the altar, you were altered. <laughs> it's so beautiful it happens to me with sound now people come in the room I think they're altered just because of the energy and the instrument. Are, are, it's very cumulative many people come to a lot of things I do it's a good following so they get deeper each time I'm tilling the soil of many people who come to my events and when I do their souls open it feeds me I keep thinking I'm playing for you know whoever came but each time it's for me it's so amazing because everyone is me so playing for me and, and and it's not a selfish thing it's a selfless I'm just there's no one really in particular except the divine that is vibrating and touching everything frequency so and I'm able to do that as a living I mean they pay me to do this it's crazy it's crazy beautiful yeah like oh we pay you to do that
0: Right.
2: Yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. It's what I want to do. I want to make sound poetry. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. So all of these instruments and sounds that you have around you. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Do you take everything with you when you do at the studios? Or- uh, this is my, that's a good question.
2: This is my setup. Uh, this is my setup in my house. This is my extra room. During COVID, very difficult to go anywhere. But it was a weird, you know, that whole silver lining to every cloud. There was a blessing willing to go that was beyond what I thought uh, but I had people around me didn't try playing sound where I could to help balance the energy but I, a lot of people weren't coming out so private work is my favorite to go to someone's home and play for a group or some environment as well mm-hmm. I sage the office the home wherever you might have me so you don't have to sage and smoke and, and some people are not a fan of that we'll do it all through sound Sound sounds everywhere I sound can sonically sage the whole space and I have I packed up myself in two different setups, a small one and a large one. And then I had a third. I realized I had enough instruments to to, to do a third one. (laughs) So I just set everything up in this room, and a few places that were using the treatment centers were like, you know, you didn't, it's not that we can't use you, Mike, but you can't come to our place anymore. Can you do Zoom? So I got pretty good at it. But everyone, when I went back to Dr. Sound, they said, "They said, hey, Doctor Sound, it's not the same on Zoom." I go, I know that. It was at least something while we were on that weird hiatus, whatever you want to call it. Right. So this setup is in my house, kind of what I play for me, and uh, occasionally when I have to do something online or on Zoom, I will do it here. But it's it's not my favorite because the sound, the overtones, the the live aspect, the energy exchange, it's not exactly the same as as being there in person but hey it does when it has to do i
0: have no complaints right 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 so tell me a little more a bit more about vibration like so vibration where we vibrate inside of us we're basically sending a message to out to the universe vibrationally yes and music and sounds particularly a sound bath can help with that vibration sort of bringing us, what would you call that coherence? Or some, what What do you call that when you're, you feel better and what you're putting out to the universe is then better? What would you call that?
2: I think coherence is the next type word. I would call it uh, so many things, but one would be resonance. Yeah. There's, there's a resonance that, it's why I play so many different things in my journeys. And I, there's sound baths, sound immersions, I call mine a sound journey because it's truly a journey. I think each, each person is on a journey and the journey is within. We're not going anywhere. I think I actually I actually had the women I dated for a while, uh, we might've broken up because my idea of going somewhere was through sound. She's like, no, I'd actually like to go to Paris, Mike. I'd actually like to go to Egypt. I go, I can take you there through sound. <laughs> she was like, yeah, now what I mean. <laughs> so that, that was interesting that she goes, well, that's how you travel. And I thought, maybe I can get others to travel the same way. We can wake up those energies within us. You don't have to go to the top of a mountain or some sacred site to find your deliverance. It's already within you. If you didn't bring it to the top of the mountain with you, it's not going to be there for you to go find. You have to go there with it. Now, the top of the mountain might wake it up within you, but it's not just waiting in a box up there for you. Oh, here it is. Here's my divinity.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work that way.
0: Yes. So so what you're doing is helping people have an inner journey through the vibrations and the sounds. Got it. Yeah.
1: And what happens
2: is I'm, uh, I don't know how, uh, you know, I'm honest. So uh, I've done my exploration through consciousness exploring uh, chemicals and plant medicine. It has worked very well for me to tap into those realms, but nothing takes me where sound takes me. Sound is the most amazing transportive energy that I have found. It really is early to me. It reminds me of many of the uh, psychedelics and the plant journeys I went on, but I'm, I'm because sound can lead with We have reception and it gives people journeys, visions that have never experienced things like that. Mm-hmm. Many people come back and they go, Man, what did you do? And I go, Well, I didn't do anything, I just provided a soundtrack for you to go visit your inner divinity. Now, what you might have saw, I don't know. I didn't put that there. That's your own vision. But many will tell me color. Well, mm-hmm.
0: Color, hmm
2: Yeah, when they get that initial pop, that's why I, I think the recovery centers love it. They can tap into some people in recovery. And it doesn't matter if it's drugs, alcohol, people are addicted to so many things. <laughs> so they have issues. So the sound can take them deep into, sometimes a trauma or a memory and disattach any kind of judgment or, or, or opinion around it. And they can see it in a new way, maybe in a way where they release it, maybe in a way where they talk to a therapist. I like the centers I work at because there's therapists on duty. So immediately when something comes up, I didn't enjoy much the public stuff I did one-on-one because some people had incredible revelations, tears, crying. One of the most powerful energies we can move energy with. So, didn't want to just end the session and say, "Well, good luck on your drive home. See you right.
1: later." Right. <laughs> didn't
2: seem right. Didn't seem right to me as a as a, a practitioner of shamanic energy. So, uh, I now the group will help.
1: Afterwards, we hang out afterwards and talk and share.
2: Many events now are sound in and and wine, sound in tea, sound in uh, community, but we spend time afterwards right. re into this little 3D skin suit we run around in, but we just know, we just experience how much more we actually are. And some people love it and want more of it. They go, I don't like when you take me out. I wanted to stay there. Well, I know, but we are back in a world that you have to drive a car and have conversations. So. Let's bring you back. And one of my shaman teachers taught me that. He said, he said, Mike, you can't just leave people hanging out there in other dimensions, you know.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, but we some have- people want
2: to. Yeah. You know? Oh
0: yeah, I'm sure. So possible
2: right. energy work, what we say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you gotta still show up to whatever you gotta do in your life. So, right. Yeah. yeah and then we do
1: have what we call responsibilities.
2: You know, we have to really realized that that 3D responsibility, that 3D world, whatever we're doing, carpentry brought it full circle for me when I realized I to work hard and to show up when I say I will to do what I say and then to take it even further. Many people felt like they were having a spiritual experience when I was building something in their home. So there was some magic happening that I said, this is beyond me. I can embody it and express it, but it's something pouring through me. I have to celebrate the energy pouring through me. It's not just me. There's a divine presence that's actually working through me. And when you realize that, you just are thankful for every moment, every breath.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are difference. no mistakes. Right. No mistakes, no consequences. I mean, um, um, what do people say? Um, I can't think of the word all of a sudden. <laughs> Never mind. No accidents, basically. Yeah, coincidence. Know, that's a word coincidence. Like people will say, Oh, that was a coincidence. There are no
1: coincidences.
2: I could call them, uh, I might have been Einstein or somebody called them God wings. Right. No, they're they're God.
0: Right, exactly.
2: They give a the belief in that, that that was something lined up for them, for their divinity. Oh, no, that was an accident. That was a coincidence. That's a gift from the divine creator mm-hmm. to help along your path and when you start to believe that and know it more of it starts to show up and you realize it's not that i just became aware of it because it just started it's been there all along i built a lot of stuff in a way of, of seeing it so when we open up and we get rid of that energy like ruby says that you don't have to go find love you just have to find all the obstacles you placed in the way of love.
0: Love's there. <laughs> right. Love, love is loving you. Right. Always. Right.
2: It's true. It's true. The uh, work I did on loving myself really opened me up to know that I wasn't loving my, myself near as much as I poured love on others. So when that opened to me, my journeys went further. Everyone that was coming was like, there's like a new energy to everything you do doing, Mike. I go, yeah, because I, I realize now that The relationship, the beautiful union I've been looking for, was inside of me. The the perfect partner was me. I had never given myself the true love that I deserved, and when I did, opened to another level. And that level showed me, okay, there's another, uh, uh, there's another mansion for you to explore with doors and hallways, you know, because right in, in, in the house is uh, mansions
0: <laughs> right exactly so, so some
2: of the catholic stuff would come in the middle here and a lot of a revelations and i got very native american wisdom that started flowing through me and that just happened but that was all balanced i'm born a libra for so many reasons i'm a libra through and through i had to bring balance to why well, was i brought up in new orleans this strictly catholic upbringing There must be some basis to that. It was was to help me search for what I saw in glimpses in Christianity growing up was bathed in countless other religions. Omnism, I think they call it, that there's an all religion, not just one.
0: Right. Yeah. I really enjoyed
2: that aspect of
1: it.
0: Yeah. Bringing balance, bringing it all together. I think, you know, one of the things when we were just talking about um, being how— you know, life can open you up in ways. And sometimes that's pretty uncomfortable for people. Mm -hmm. And so when you were saying, yeah, that when you love, when you realize that the love, what you are seeking is seeking you. And if, and love is, is um, all that there is. And so if you're deepening your own, I guess, deepening the love that you have inside of you and it opens you up, but sometimes sometimes, not but and sometimes that's really tough like those those um the things that people would say oh it's an accident or it was a coincidence or it was something that's actually shaping you some of those are pretty painful is i guess what i was trying to say
2: that's well put it's very true and i think that's why people turn to alcohol drugs or escapism because at some point when you realize that you are that incredibly powerful and you have to take responsibility for everything that's happened. Some people don't want to do it. They're like, that, that wasn't me. Okay, that was me, but that, that wasn't me. That was, that was, oh, bullshit. Uh, you know, there's you can't just pick and choose your miracles. Okay, that was a miracle, that wasn't a miracle. Oh, that was a miracle, but well, that wasn't. No. It's all a miracle, each breath is a miracle. When you see that and you claim it and take responsibility for every action, then you really find a new Blossoming inside of you. Yeah, I've had too many people come to that during sound to know that sound is doing something magical to the souls that I get to play for. They're finding one guy at treatment center I worked at, a big heroin addict.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: After getting to know him, he, he had never had a moment in his life of really pure love of not being influenced by something, and then having an experience. So, sound when it came to him. He came up to me and he said, "No, I've never had an hour of my life where I felt like that without some kind of so Right.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: He didn't know what I had done, and I said, "The beautiful thing is I didn't do it; and you did it." So he came. He said, "You should be coming to this place every day." I said, "Thank you, thank you very much." But they bring me in once a week. I think mean, it's good. It is a process. What happened, and I'll be back next week. And then he said, "Can I hug you?" I said, "Of course, a big hug. Just
1: beautiful. I love
2: hugging. Good heart energy, and and you could feel him. Uh, one of the best things I do at the is, is empower people. You could feel him empowered. He had come to a new strength in his own life that I knew would shape the rest of his life.
0: Yeah, amazing.
2: blessed to do what I do.
0: Really? Um, yeah." yeah. Rewarded
2: by pay for it, but also rewarded by touching sometimes a couple hundred people a week. I get to play for who knows who's going to have a magical revelation. And that's what happens with you know, different gurus and, and, and sages. People think, Oh, they did it, they didn't do it. They provided the energy at that moment, and you experienced it, so you think they did it. Stop putting things outside of you. Teach people you did it and make sure they know that.
0: Right. Uh, And that whatever
2: I did now, you go do for something else. That's how we changed the world. Holy cow. That's the revolution I always believed in that was left over from the 60s. We are supposed to help one another. Yeah.
0: Right. Yes.
2: The hippies, it was a lot. hippie wasn't a type of person, a hippie was a lifestyle, peace and love and help one another.
1: If
0: yeah. you don't like that, I don't know yeah. Going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Great. yeah. Totally agree with you. So, did you? Can you play some? Can we do a little mini sound journey, or is that too hard on you? Yeah, we'll
2: do a little sound, maybe, uh, maybe like five minutes or something. Yeah, ten if
0: minutes. You can, if you can't, whatever you feel like doing, let's do it.
2: So let's do a, a little mini sound journey. If you wish, you may close your eyes, open your heart and free your mind.
0: Okay. We're going to
2: step into a place of grace through the power of sound. And during this time, we shall allow vibration that no longer serves us to drift off. And all the vibrations that do service, they bring us into resonance to bathe us And what I like to call the temple, this is a temple we walk around in. Let's
1: tune up the temple right now, right here through the power of sound. Remember, we are responsible for the thoughts we hold in our minds, not for the ones that pass through It no longer serves you. Let it pass through, right now. waves of sound. not come here to teach you. I came here to love you. Love will teach you. So in the right now, right now. So. Uh-huh. Hail Mary, full of you are a Do not let me lose myself in the truth again, but wholly release me from the errors of my perception. I'm washing you clean, washing you to a state of grace, right here.
2: Taste of what we do for a sound journey. I usually do that for 75 minutes. So
0: wow, I can imagine the journey.
2: Someone there in you know, five or ten minutes. Usually it's a magical thing at the many things we do, uh, many retreats, many journeys, it'll be 10 or 15 minute journeys to get people to know the beauty of the power of sound, that they are made of vibration. The tune up the temple is just a great analogy is the radio. You're not going to have a station tune in if you're not in tune. So when you tune up the temple, you start to receive all these energies that are always around us. But we've been a little out of tune. Many maybe haven't heard their own song. We are made of music. and Many haven't heard their own song maybe since they came out of the womb. When they were bathed in beauty and fed and taken care of then came out into this reality. <laughs> And maybe they haven't heard the music ever since. So to have them hear it, the body responds with amazing chemicals and, and energies within it. It goes, wow, that's our song. That's what we're made of. We're made of music. Thank you for stopping the monkey mind for unplugging for a moment and allowing us to hear our own song. The end of my journeys are sometimes most of the time the most powerful. When I stop playing. Many people have told me, but I still hear music. I go, that's your music.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the song of
1: yourselves.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. And you can come from hearing your own song.
0: I
2: can't give that to someone. I can wake it up in them, and that's a gift that won't ever stop giving. Right. Band to that energy and go, I am that. I can do that. Yeah. There's a spiritual core inside of you that's always at peace, always in tune. Meditation is not about quieting the mind; it's almost impossible. It's about going to the place in the mind where it's already quiet. You have that inside of you, this beautiful sanctuary entrance.
0: Yeah, at the altar. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's in the temple. When we go into trance, we alter ourselves
1: to the divine.
0: yeah beautiful yeah thank you kelly you have a beautiful smile thank you i appreciate that is there what nourishes your soul you've got the poetry and you've got the sound and you give that away i know that's for you too but is there anything else that really nourishes your soul so that you can keep giving Anything else? Well,
2: I do a lot of things like uh, sensory deprivation, uh, float tanks. I love float tanks, uh, cryotherapy,
0: uh-huh.
2: other people's sound journey. I like uh, this new I wand that's going around. It works on terror waves, all these energies that are all around us. But how do we bathe in the beauty of those? If that can touch me into my bones and my cellular structure and shape me, that kind of turns me on if i can better tune up the temple become a more divine receiver imagine what i could transmit it turns me on every moment i wake up and i don't work i get to do what i do every day and i get paid for it
0: that's my life that's, that's beautiful well, thank you so much. I enjoyed getting to talk with you, and I appreciate you doing this over Zoom. I know it would be better in person, but oh yeah,
1: well I look forward to that one day. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I hope that the strawberry full, the, what is the <laughs> strawberry moon tonight? That that ceremony. No yeah, it's exciting
2: it is a powerful uh divine moon to a spiritual moon combining the aspects of jesus uh and and jesus of nazareth so funny some people think his last name is christ jesus christ that's not his last name
0: right right
2: (laughs) the christ consciousness the buddha consciousness the the consciousness of the divine walking talking the native americans would have called it Mm -hmm. that's a powerful part of the moon tonight it's a super moon it's very close to the earth so Play with the other uh, energies with sound tonight, you'll feel it. Yeah. I know.
0: I would, yeah. And I don't think it's an accident that I'm talking to you today. And then to remind me that, that I need to um, just really pay attention tonight.
2: Yeah, there'll be a lot of assimilation that's possible. Great energy moving across the planet through the magnetic uh, atmosphere and, and the energies that Ascended Masters are bringing. But right now, tonight, Good time for us to assimilate some of the new energies awakening within us and go, "Wow, I am much more divine and more powerful than I could ever
0: imagine." Right, all of us. Right, yeah, yeah. more beautiful hey, than you, we can ever imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, gratitude thank you.
2: is where it's at. When you're in a state of uh, gratitude, new doors open.
0: Right. Right. Attitude of gratitude. Well, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you so much. I'm glad this worked and have a great, great night.
2: A great way to spend my uh, Tuesday afternoon. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bless you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Nurse Soul podcast. Let's stay connected. You can find me on social media. At Dr. Kelly Ritter on Facebook and Instagram is Dr. underscore Kelly, K E L L I. And I would love to connect with you that way. And also, if you want to find out what we're doing or what we're up to at the Nourished Soul, you can come to the website, nourished soul.com. And you can join our 30Com community. It's free to join. So visit the website. There are lots of articles there. You can find out what's new, what's going on, if there are any events or workshops, or um, I also do some group coaching. So you can find all that information on the website. I look forward to connecting.